0: E, um,
1: He's particularly inspired and by Alex Webb and he noticed that every time he took a photo he was trying to repeat e, um, this, this particular style that he was developing and that was sort of how his voice came poetry. about. And in terms of advice that that he would give to other photographers, he would say that you need to study a lot of other photographers and take lots and lots of pictures yourself and your voice will come out of its own accord.
0: This photography podcast is brought to you by Frames, quarterly printed photography magazine. Here is your today's host, W. Scott Olsen, with another fascinating conversation.
2: Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to another podcast from Frames Magazine. My name is Scott Olson, and today, folks, today we are going to do several of my most favorite things on the planet. We are going to talk about street photography. We're going to talk to a real master of it over in Italy and about a new competition and festival that's coming down the way. Actually, it's not new. It's a a year old now. And we are going to talk with one of my good friends, Abigail Prouse. Abby now has the distinction... We, we've interviewed a couple of photographers more than once. She has the distinction of being the only one on the Frames podcast to be present three times. Abby, how are you doing today? How's, how's life over in Italy?
1: It's great. I What an honor as well to be a 3 <laughs>
2: <laughs> Well, I mean, people are going to recognize your voice. You have been a magnificent help with a couple earlier uh, Italian interviews. Bring us up to speed. What's been going on in your life for the last year or so? I'm
1: um, not a lot, to be honest. Still just working away. I work in um, digital marketing for an agency over here. So just been, yeah, working away really. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, I, I am oftentimes jealous. Just working away in Italy sounds like a marvelous, marvelous thing to do. And, and you are helping us out today because we are talking with one of the real masters of street photography over in Italy, uh, Roberto Bartolini. Roberto was a finalist in the Miami Street Photo Festival. He was the co-founder of the LEM Street Photography and Documentary Group uh, in Facebook and Instagram, and and he is really the, the driving. Force force behind the uh, Luverno Photo Meeting, the International Street Photography Contest and Exhibition. So we're going to be talking about street photography, we're going to be talking about the Laverno Photo Meeting, and really taking a, a deep dive into one of my favorite worlds, and that's street photography. Roberto, welcome to the podcast. How are you today?
0: I'm fine, thanks,
2: <laughs> well, I, I, am, I am looking forward to this conversation um, really, really an awful lot. So I've been doing my research, been doing my reading. You were born in Liverno, and you in 2020, you had the Miami Street Festival bit. But before you ever got into photography, you were in theater, and you say that you stopped when your daughter was born. So t- tell me about your life in the theater and tell me why the birth of your daughter drove you to a camera.
0: Esatto. Uh, ho fatto per tanti anni, teatro.
1: so he was part of the theater for many years before his daughter was born 13 years ago he was sad to leave it it's something that required a lot of passion and a lot of dedication you know you have to study you have to work a lot in the evenings as well and because it wasn't his primary job once his daughter was born um there was no more time, really, that he could dedicate to the theatre that wouldn't be time taken away from, from his daughter.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: But, Roberto, you could have taken up baking. You could have taken up accounting. You know, what, what is it about the, the camera that appealed to you?
0: La fotografia so
1: photography was something that he began long before he started the theater but having his daughter meant that he had more time again to, to take up photography um you know he was able to to find the time to take photographs mainly of his daughter at the time
0: <laughs> we, we we
2: all have five thousand pictures pictures of our kids uh and, and all of them are spectacular aren't they
1: so for the parents, they're always like that.
2: <laughs> <laughs> you were taking landscape pictures. You were taking architecture pictures. But you say in 2017, your wife gave you a book by David Gibson that really reoriented your approach to photography.
1: Tell me that story his wife was the first person to notice that he was really looking for a creative outlet and he was searching for that subject of his photos and he always ended up coming back to taking pictures of people even though you know even though he was taking pictures of landscapes and architecture and things like this and one day he was in a bookshop and he saw that book by david gibson and, and it struck him and that he, that wanted, he wanted, wanted to learn more, more about, about, about portraits and taking portrait photos and street
0: photos. Da quel momento dalla fotografia di strada. Many street photographers
2: have uh, a black and white approach. Many street photographers, you know, are... Not as invested in shadow as, as you are or in color. How how do you go about, how did you go about developing your voice? And how do you think street photographers in general should go about developing a, a style and a voice for their work?
0: So,
1: he was very inspired by by the book by Gibson, and that basically started him on a path of reading a lot and studying a lot of different authors um, and photographers, and he'd always been really focused on this idea of contrast and shadow and colour, and he's particularly inspired by Alex Webb, and he noticed that every time he took a photo, he was trying to repeat um, this this particular style that he was developing, and that was so how his his voice came about. And in terms of advice that that he would give to other photographers, he would say that you need to study a lot of other photographers and take lots and lots of pictures yourself and your voice will come out of its own
0: accord. Do, do,
2: do you think voice sort of evolves or, or appears naturally through experience? Um, or is it something that you can choose?
1: So, he believes that we're conditioned by our experiences, by our life, um, and by the world around us, and that, by extension, changes the way that we see the things that are around us and the way that we then take photos of them. He believes that one of the most beautiful things about photography is that 10 different photographers can take 10 different photos, different
0: photos of the same thing and it will be completely be, different. Uh,
2: Roberto, one of your images that I'd love to hear the story about. This is an image, it, it's in color, it's a woman in the right, lower right corner of the picture whose face is partially in shadow, The whole center of the image is a sort of a triangular-shaped shadow, and then there are some brightly lit buildings in the background on the far left. Do do you know which picture I'm talking about?
1: Um, He thinks he knows the photo.
2: (laughs) Okay, well, I'm curious. I want to know the story of this photo, you know, how it came about, where he was, what he was looking for or waiting for. I mean, this is such a remarkably um, formally elegant picture. It's hard to believe that it was serendipitous, and yet street photography often is.
0: Allora, quando If
1: you're out and you find a place that has lots of different sort of, lots of contrast between the light and the dark in that place in certain areas, he'll often stop and wait for the right subject to come along or look around at the way that the light falls on people's faces. And in this particular case, they were in Florence outside the Uffizi Gallery, where there are lots of archways and porticos, and that created a sort of a balance, like a contrast between the light that fell really nicely on this subject.
0: Okay, and
2: he just waited for this woman to come walking through the shadows?
0: When
1: you're in that situation, you often want to wait for people to walk through and hope, wait and hope that the light falls in the right place across their face, and then you take that. picture Um, sometimes it works and sometimes it
0: doesn't. (laughs)
2: Let's take just a quick break. We hope very much that you are enjoying today's episode. The very fact that you are listening to this podcast suggests that photography means a lot to you. And if that's the case, you might wanna have a look at Frames, quarterly printed photography magazine. We truly believe that excellent photography belongs on paper. Visit readframes.com to find out more about our publication and now back to today's conversation. There's a couple other photographs I would like to ask uh, questions about. And, you know, and, and I'm going to come back to the idea of color in just a second because you make tremendous use of color. But I'm going through your portfolios here, and suddenly I come upon this black and white. Looks like you know it's it's a park. There's some exercise equipment. Um, there are two guys, one of which has got a you know Indian um, elephant god tattoo on his back. But this one's in black and white. Why?
0: Um, sì, ora ricordo.
1: Uh, so the photo was taken in the middle of the day at around uh, noon, one o'clock sort of time, and it's a very harsh light at that time of day. He didn't like the way that the the colors came out in the picture under the harsh light, and he believes that in black and white it allows him to concentrate a little more on the details of the photo.
0: You know,
2: Roberto, one of the things I'm really, well, there's lots of things I'm impressed with in in your photography, Uh, and and, and let's take two two of them a little bit separately. You seem to compose your shots with shadow, with darkness being a major compositional element. The image we talked about a moment ago of of the woman in in the lower right, the whole center of that image is darkness, you know, and, and... The light is is on the two extremes. How much is shadow a compositional tool for you?
1: The darkness, the idea of darkness in his photos, basically serves to highlight the parts that are in the light, almost like um, a spotlight at the theatre which plunges everything into darkness but highlights one particular person or element.
0: Okay,
2: because there, there is a lot of shadow in your picture. You you probably compose more with shadow than any other photographer that I've seen.
0: Sì, so anche
1: se... His more recent photos are actually a lot brighter and use a lot more colour than some of the older stuff, but even so... He'll always look for a silhouette or an interesting shadow, and he believes that a lot of this comes from um, living by the sea because there's so much light for most of the
0: year.
2: Oh, that that makes
0: perfect sense. I'm I'm looking at one
2: other of your images, uh, and we'll talk about this one, then we'll switch over to talk about uh, the photo meeting. Um, but this is an image of a bunch of swimmers, and uh, one it, it's not a beach. It looks like one man's standing on, on a concrete a wall of some sort. Another man is, is ducking outside of the frame. Roberto, th- this is a remarkable image for a number of reasons. The balance of the man on the left and the man on the right who's, who's leaving the frame, but also the layering, all the details from near to the viewer to far away. T- tell me the story of seeing
0: and then making this image?
1: So this photo was taken on the 1st of January, and it's a tradition in Livorno, the town that Roberto lives in, to go for a swim on New Year's Day. And it's normally normally colder than you'd expect. (laughs) So whenever there is like a local event, He likes to go so that he can capture you know, the people people that are there. Um and in this particular case he risked almost falling into the water a couple of times. One thing that he particularly loved about it was all the different levels of the various people swimming and particularly the shapes of the arms and legs of the people in the foreground.
2: Does he, the layering from near to far, plus if you look at this picture, the lines that go from top left to bottom right, the continuation of that one man's leg, the line then becomes the other man's arm and such. Is this now all just intuited when he's got the camera with him? Or is is, is he thinking through the images before he raises the camera to his eye?
0: So it's hard
1: to say whether or not the composition of this photo was deliberate or not because it's something that after taking so many pictures for so many years sort of comes naturally to recognize the lines of the man's arm and then maybe wait for the person on the right to to move in a way that connects it with that line. Street photography is made up of, of these really quick subconscious moments, and you have to be fast and know when to capture them, and that's something that comes with experience.
0: Oh, man, the, the,
2: the value of education, the value of experience, absolutely. Let, let, let's change topics here for a second, because at, at the end of, or the middle part of this coming November, I want to be in Laverno. There is the coolest thing going on in the world. And that is the, the second edition of the Laverno photo meeting. Um, tell me this idea. I mean, first of all, how'd the idea come to you? Tell me about the first meeting. Tell me what's coming up this year.
0: Allora il uh, primo anno innanzitutto non sono solo io l'organizzatore. So,
1: last year was the first year of the Livorno Photo Meeting, and he runs it alongside two other photographers who are uh, very well-known street photographers. Last year the exhibition, well, there were two exhibitions. <laughs> One of them was an exhibition for photographers where they invited 60 different people to to send in their images to be exhibited. And then another was an exhibition of the three of their photos. And the idea is to add an element to the event every year this year, they've done a wide, uh, worldwide competition for the photographers to send in their, their shots. So, the name of the Livorno photo meeting was deliberate. Instead of calling it Livorno Photo Festival, they really wanted to give this idea of anyone who came being able to meet with either other photographers or fans of photography, people who are interested in learning, and as well as organizing lots of sort of guests, speeches, and speakers. The location was chosen to allow for people to be able to have conversations and meet.
0: Proprio l'incontro sia dalle persone che saranno ospiti e parleranno, spiegheranno.
2: Oh, that that is fantastic you know one I do a lot of uh street photography here where I live, and I'm really look you know digging i'm I'm looking at the website here uh, and it says the second edition of the Laverno photo meeting will take place in the suggestive neighborhood of la Lavenzia if I say that right what am I going to see like why is this a suggestive neighborhood well, you, that sounds really intriguing
1: that's um a, a translation a direct translation of the Italian it means picturesque. <laughs>
2: Well, okay, it's picturesque, lovely. Tell me what I'm going to see if I come over.
0: Allora, um, eh, prima cosa ci sarà una mostra
1: at the festival <laughs> there will be three main exhibitions the main one is um, an exhibition of the work from the 30 finalists of the competition another exhibition is the work of Colletivo 21 which is a group of street photographers which Roberto is part of uh, has been part of for a little while and another is an exhibition from four other Italian photographers and there will also be two special guests who are book editors. Um, so the, the two editors that are coming, one is from Crowd Books, which is a publishing house run by crowdfunding. It's called Fanzilla, which is um, a publisher of Fanzines, um, magazines. And they will be interviewing two photographers who have published books with them.
0: Stefano Bianchi di Crowd Books... Oh, wonderful.
1: Uh,
2: and, and tell me about the photo walk that is part of the
0: event. Um,
1: so the photo walk will take place on the 18th, which is a Saturday morning, through the streets of Livorna, going from the city center down towards the port, passing by the Saturday morning market as well. Which was chosen because um, it's such a great location for street photography, and these things are normally run by one to two photographers, but this time will be run by the Collettivo Twenty One, the group um, that we spoke about, and it basically allows the people taking part to see new perspectives, new ways of taking street photography, and will last about an hour and a half.
0: La fideremo a tutti i fotografi del Collettivo 21.
2: Oh man, I want to be there in the worst way. I think this is going to be fantastic. How many people are you expecting to attend?
0: Bella domanda. They've
1: booked out a hotel and conference center, and they currently have um, 20 rooms reserved just for guests and um, friends and acquaintances because they haven't actually yet published, uh, publicized, or advertised at all the event but they're optimistic and expecting lots of people and a lot of interest as
0: well. Well, I hope to be among the lots of people.
2: Okay, Roberto, this has been wonderful. I am impressed with your work. I think you do a magnificent job with with your voice in street photography. And I am also impressed with this upcoming meeting, the Laverno Photo Meeting. I wish I could be there, man. Thank you very much for talking with us. (laughs)
0: <laughs> um,
1: thank you so much for having me thank you so much scott for giving me this amazing opportunity to talk about my work but also to talk um about the Livorno photo meeting i'd be really happy to see you there we already have a few guests a few people that are coming from overseas and more surprises will be announced in the upcoming weeks
0: as well
2: Okay, everyone, make sure you're watching this on the web. And Abby, what a pleasure to hear your voice again. Thank you very much for helping us out.
1: Thank you for having me, Scott. It's been great again.
2: (laughs) Well, okay. Thank you, everyone. Talk to you later. Frames, because excellent photography belongs on paper. Visit us at www.readframes.com.